0: Do you feel like your quiet time has kind of gotten a little stale? Are you looking for a way to bring new life and excitement into your time with Jesus? I think we've all been there, and I'm there right now. I'm looking for a way to refresh and make my quiet time feel new again. And so that's what I wanted to bring you today, is four things that you can do to help refresh your time with Jesus. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us. And that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four year old son, Sam. And it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. Before we get into today's episode, I'm so excited to announce that my free Facebook group is open. This group is just for us mamas who are walking through child loss. Inside my group, Unlocking Joy After Child Loss, Christian Grief Support for Grieving Moms, you'll get a community of mamas who understand the struggles of trying to figure out how to live after losing a child. Inside the group, I'll be providing weekly tips, encouragement, motivation to help you in your grief journey. You'll also be able to ask me any questions that you have related to your grief journey. The one thing this podcast doesn't have is a comment section, so I can't connect with you and talk with you about the things that we talk about each week. But now we can. If you go over to the Facebook group, we can talk all about that week's episode. If you have any questions and want advice from other moms, not just me, but other moms who have lost their children, this is the perfect place for you. So if you're looking for a community of mamas who understand what you're feeling and having to go through in this grief journey, then go to Unlocking Joy. Dot com slash Facebook, and that will redirect you to the group where you can request to join. I'll also have the link in the show notes. All right, now let's get into today's episode. I was saved when I was a little girl and have spent my whole life with Jesus. I remember when I was little going to children's church and learn about Jesus that way, and then when I was a teenager. I was in youth group and really starting to learn how to read the Bible and study the Bible. And then that's continued on into my adult years. I'm 40. So that means for the past about 35 years, I've been reading the Bible in some capacity, learning about Jesus and studying the word. The amazing thing about the Bible is it's alive. So you can read the same verse at different parts of your life and get something completely different out of it. It's living. It moves with you and whatever you're going through, it can speak into your life. So the reason we can read the same book for 35 plus years and get something completely different out of it every time is because it's alive. It's God's word. It's the truth. But sometimes... We can get into like a routine of doing the same thing day after day after day. And we need to kind of change things up, make things new and and exciting again. And that's where I'm at right now. I have been reading a chapter a day through the New Testament for a while now. And so I'm ready. I'm feeling that itch to kind of switch things up again. I think it's good. It just kind of keeps things fresh and, like I said, exciting Something for you to look forward to in your time with Jesus, digging into the Bible. So today I wanted to bring you four different things that you can do to refresh your quiet time with Jesus, that time that you're in the Word. Some of these things are things that you can do that are free. Some are things that you can purchase. I wanted to include a mix of both, depending on where you're at. Uh, And I'm excited to bring these to you today as we together refresh our time with Jesus. So the first thing that you can do is to pick a new spot. So we all have our spot that we go to, to spend time with Jesus, to read the Bible, to pray. Mine is at my desk. That's where everything is. I have an 18-month-old, at the time of this recording, who loves to get into everything. <laughs> so I can't just leave my stuff out. I have to put it up, and my desk is my safe place. So that's where I have all my supplies and my Bible and everything. And so that's just kind of where I go to uh, read my Bible and pray. So wherever it is that you normally go, switch it up. You know, maybe instead of me doing it at my desk, I can sit at my couch or my kitchen table. Uh, When the weather starts to warm up, you can go sit outside. If you have a covered patio, you can do that right now in the, if it's no matter what the weather's like. So just changing your location is something that's free. It doesn't cost anything, but it can bring a newness to your time with Jesus. The second thing you can do is something I actually love to do. You can buy a new Bible in a different translation. So I grew up reading NIV, and that's the the version that I memorized all my verses in growing up and when I was in youth group. And so that's the translation I read for years. And then in my early 20s, I got an ESV translation and started reading that and loved it. And I had that Bible again for years, the same Bible. It was falling apart in the at the spine. <laughs> and so it just hit me one day I was like, "You know what? I'm going to get a new Bible with a brand new translation that I've never read through." The pages are blank. I can highlight and write in it because my other Bible I'd had for so long, it had all my highlights and notes and underlines. And so when I would read it, it was like I was reading my old thoughts and it was hard for me to get new revelation that way. So getting this brand new Bible, it was a blank slate. I could write in it. And then because it was a different translation, I was getting a different kind of view on it. The translation I'm reading right now is the NLT, the New Living Translation. The three that I kind of cycle through right now are the NIV, the New International Version, is what that stands for. Uh, ESV is the English Standard Version, and the NLT is New Living Translation. So those are the three I've kind of, I'm kind of cycling through right now. I know there are probably other really good ones, but those are just the three that I tend to gravitate towards. I would be careful about using a translation like The Message or Passion. While I do love reading those, I wouldn't use that as your main Bible to study from. And this is just my opinion. <laughs> but to me, it's, it's paraphrased so much that I don't feel like it's solid enough to build my uh, foundation on of my faith. Now, I love reading those, like, so if you're reading, like, a chapter or a verse in the Bible, I love reading it in, like, NIV, ESV, NLT, one of those, and then reading the message or the Passion Translation to get, like, another view on it. So it's kind of like reading commentary, right? So you read the Bible and you read the notes at the bottom, the footnotes, or you have another like devotion or something that goes with that verse. That's what I view the message and the Passion Translation as. It's just kind of like an add-on to the Bible that you're reading right then. And so I do love those translations, but I wouldn't use that as like your base Bible. Um, I would use one of these other translations and then use those the message and passion is kind of like an add-on to what you're reading in your uh, other Bible. Now, I remember when Bibles, and they still are, but I feel like it, when I was growing up, Bibles were so expensive, like 50 to to $100 for a Bible. And I know that some of them are still that expensive, but there are so many options out there now that are a lot more affordable than I feel like they used to be. Um, it's probably because those were like leather Bibles and and engraved and you you did all the things. So now there's so many options out there on Amazon or probably other places too. I tend to gravitate to Amazon, but the Bible that I have right now, like I said, it's New Living Translation. It was around $20, which I feel is super affordable. So I will link the one that I have in the description of this episode in case you're interested in seeing what I'm reading. But you can just go on Amazon and search for Bibles and just look um, like for the translation you want. And there are definitely some that are um, affordable. And then there are some that are uh, expensive too. So it really fits in whatever budget you have. The next thing you can do to refresh your quiet time with Jesus is to get new supplies. So if you're a highlighter Grab some new highlighters. If you're um, a writer, like you like to underline and write notes, get some fun pens. Um, If you like to journal, get a new notebook. Doing things like that are smaller things, but that can bring some newness and refreshing into that time. You could also get new devotion books. If you like to read devotions, Um, grab a new devotion book, start reading through that. A lot of times we get in a rut, using the same things, doing the same things. So while this doesn't seem like much to grab a new pack of highlighters, it could be just what you need to put that excitement back in to your heart to spend time with Jesus. And so the last thing that you can do to bring that excitement back into your quiet time is to find a new way to study the Bible. Like I said, what I've been doing, I was in a season in life where I just needed it to be simple. So I was just going through the New Testament, reading one chapter a day, and then I was finding like one verse to just kind of meditate on throughout the day. That's just kind of what I was doing. I was keeping it simple. There are so many ways to study the Bible out there that if we're bored with doing the same thing, we feel like we need to change it up, there is going to be a way out there (laughs) that you can find. There are so many One that is pretty popular, it goes by a lot of different names, Um, the SOAP method or SOAK um, are two ways that I've heard it. It's an acronym and it stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer or kneel, depending on if it's SOAP or SOAK. (laughs) And so basically what it is, is you read a chapter a day, kind of like I was doing, see what scripture verse stands out to you as you're reading And then you'll write it in the S part. Scripture stands for S. So you'll write that scripture out. And then O stands for observation. And this is kind of looking at the verse in the context of the scripture. Who was writing it? Who were they writing it to? What was going on? Like just making some observations about the context of that scripture in that chapter in that book. A stands for application, which is what can I take out of this verse and apply it to my life? And this is kind of where I feel the Holy Spirit takes over when you're writing it or typing it. As I've said before, I'm a typer. This is kind of where the Holy Spirit can take over and just kind of speak to you through this verse, things that you can pull out of that verse and apply it to your life. And then the P or the K stands for prayer. So that's where you just write out a prayer. Based on what you've learned, the revelation that you've gotten out of this verse, write a prayer that's very personal to you all around that revelation that you got, that application. What can I do? What can I pray to help me apply the truth that I found out in this verse in my life? Um, I have a free printable that kind of that you can print out It has the section for each of the letters and this will be linked in the description of this episode for you. Um, so you can print that out um, and write on that if you want to do that or you can just get a notebook and write it out. Just S-O-A-P. That's what I did. I didn't have a printable when I was doing it. I just used a notebook or a, a Google Doc to write this out. So that's one option. There are so many others. I actually created a Pinterest board that I will link in the description of this episode that is filled with different ideas for you. Uh, Just to name a few of them that are in this board, we have verse mapping. Verse mapping is taking a Bible verse and having a, a kind of a key, so to speak, to how you mark in your Bible. There are a ton in here of like themed or topic Bible studies that's full of scriptures for different topics. So just to name a few, uh, controlling our emotions, finding joy in the journey, anxiety, stress relief, self-control. And so what this does is any of these emotions that you're feeling, it has scriptures listed out underneath it. So you could take like one scripture or two scriptures a day you know, read it and really start studying what God's word is saying over these emotions, these things that you're struggling with. And that's a great way to counter the uh, lies that you're telling yourself over these areas of your life with the truth. And that truth will set you free, right? That's a promise that we have in the Bible. So if you're struggling with a particular emotion, even if you look at my Pinterest board, you don't see it listed out, or you could even just Google, you don't have to go to my Pinterest board, Google an emotion that you have. Maybe you're struggling with fear right now. I know fear is a a big emotion that we struggle with after losing our child. So maybe you want to do a topic Bible study about fear. You could just Google Bible verses about fear and then, you know, write the ones that come up and just really go through each of those um, scriptures that come up and just really journal through them, meditate on them, pull those truths out. What is God saying about fear? What is God telling you that you can do to counter this fear, you know, or insert whatever emotion you're struggling with? I think that's a great way to really put God's truth and apply it to your life with what you're struggling with right now. So I think that's a great one. So I guess I will have that Board linked in the description of this episode, so you can check that out, see if any of them stick out, and then use that new way to study your Bible to help bring that excitement and that refreshing to your quiet time. So, to recap, the four things that you can do to refresh your quiet time with Jesus, bring that newness and that excitement back into your heart, pick a new spot to spend your time with Jesus. Buy a new Bible in a different translation, and again, the translations I use are the NIV, NLT, and ESV. Get new supplies, new highlighters, notebooks, devotions, and find a new way to study the Bible. The soap method, the topic study, verse mapping—so many different options. But just finding that new way to study the Bible, I praise you. Use these new ways that it will bring an excitement into your heart where you can't wait to dive into the Scripture, find God's truths, and apply them to your life. Again, don't forget to join my free Facebook group. We're having such great conversations in there. Uh, It's filled with other moms who've lost their children who really understand the emotions that you're going through. I can't wait to see you inside, and I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, mama. I hope this episode blessed you. If so, would you mind sharing it with a fellow grieving mama who may need some encouragement on her grief journey? Also, please take 30 seconds and leave a rating and a written review wherever you listen to this episode. Reading your reviews brings so much joy to my heart and I love connecting with you in that way. All right, I'll see you here next Thursday for another episode. Love you, friend.